0: Welcome to Northside Now. This is the podcast where three lovable hosts take you on a tour through the ministries and all the latest happenings around Northside Church to keep you better connected with your church family. I'm Patrick, and with me as always is Director of Student Ministries, Glenn Miller. Glenn, how's it going? It's going good. How are you? I can't complain. Good. Yeah. yeah, And also with us is Kevin Bryant. Kev B. I like to be the lovable host. Thank you for that.
1: Yes, you are a lovable host. (laughs) Yeah. I hear you gave platelets this morning. How did that go? Absolutely. Shout out to the folks at Lifeline Blood Services every two weeks. I sit in a chair for two hours and watch Netflix. Nice.
2: Cool.
0: (laughs) Cool.
2: Well, what's been going on with y'all this week? Oh, you know, just uh, living all four seasons this week weather-wise around here. Yeah, tell me about it. Definitely
1: drove through some snow on Thursday. Yeah. Granted, it was just a few little snow pellets, but. Did that and gorgeous blue skies today when we're recording this. So
0: yeah, Wednesday I was outside wearing shorts and a t-shirt, and then yesterday I was
2: <laughs> I had to dig my coat back out. It's I just know. been been normal winter, normal winter. <laughs> right. What do they say in West Tennessee? If you don't like the weather, wait. It'll change in about just a few moments. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. pretty
0: much true. Well, with us also is the one and only Jaco
2: Matamoros. Hey, how are hey. you guys? Hey. Welcome. Welcome. Well, thank you for the invite. Bienvenido. Oh, gracias. <laughs> So, Yako Yako is in the podcast room today with his Whataburger shirt on.
3: Oh, yeah. You know, I really like the design, which is so funny because uh, I'll never try a hamburger from (laughs) Whataburger before.
2: We were going to have to solve that. I did not fully 100% realize that, Yako. We were going to have to fix that.
3: Yeah, well, maybe we should go to, I don't know, Nashville. No, Where? No, I think we
2: should just go to Florida. Yeah,
1: let's do it. I
2: I thought you were going to say, let's go to Texas. Well, we could, but I'd rather go to Florida right now. (laughs) Hang on a beach for a while. Let's make this a a dual trip.
0: Well, I didn't have my first Whataburger until October of 2019. So Uh, it's been just over a year since I had my first Whataburger. And only
2: Whataburger. (laughs) (laughs) But Whataburger is coming to Tennessee, so it won't be long.
1: It won't be long. Well, that's maybe why I'll have to have one because I've yeah. not yes. had one either. Yeah.
2: See, some something about it coming closer, though,
1: kind of loses some of the, the specialness of it. It
2: does. It does. Well, good. Well, we're excited to have you with us today, Yako. But um, tell us, how did you get the name Yako? Because Israel, is that your that's your real name, right? Yako yes. has kind of become your nickname. Yes. But just We don't know you by any other name.
3: In Puebla, my home state, uh, we used to go to the Methodist church. Uh-huh. So we joined the youth group. Uh, my brother and I, in our first activity, you know, they asked you for your name uh-huh. to give you a name tag. So they asked me, hey, what's your name? So I was about to say Israel. And uh, my leader said, ah, uh-uh, no, no, no. His name is Jaco, Jaco, Waco, and Dot. <laughs> And I was like, why where, where, where a not? Because, you know, at the, at the time, uh, it was uh, this cartoon called Animaniacs, uh-huh. right? where, you know, their siblings, that's why they gave him the nickname. So. I used to watch that show all the time.
1: Yeah. It was pretty
3: good. It was good, you know, but uh, at some point, my bishop or even my preacher uh-huh. from the pulpit said, hey, Jaco. You know, and my mother was really upset about it <laughs> because, like, I spent days thinking about your name, you know, and now people are just
0: uh, oh, calling you Jacko. So. Right. That is true. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah.
2: So for all you people naming your children out there, beware. Yeah. Or some yeah. youth director is going to change their name someday. <laughs> That's right. Just to some cartoon character. That's yeah. Right. Watch out. Hmm. So just
0: preemptively
2: name your kids
0: after a cartoon character. There you problem go. Problem solved.
2: There you go. Yeah. Well, Yaka, you work with our ESL program, and, and the Vine program is what it's called here, right? The Vine. Uh, tell us a little bit more about, about that ministry. Well,
3: um, we started uh, People of Hope mm-hmm. with Pastor Gary and our second campus. So the idea, the vision was to ministry, uh, to help our Hispanic community. Mm-hmm. So we did our uh, ESL program, English as a Second Language. And yeah, the response was really big. but then. Some people from Pakistan show up. Mm.
2: Yeah.
3: And it's like, hey, is this just for Hispanics? I said, no, this is for everyone, you know. People from different uh, countries, they start to join us. So the vision changed, Mm. you know, expanded. Uh, Instead of just being like Hispanic ministry, it was multicultural. Uh And then we moved here to Northside. So, you know, more people from uh, Japan, from Mm. China, they joined us. Oh, wow. It was pretty cool,
2: so... Yeah. How many folks are participating in the Vine? Well,
3: and I know with COVID it's changed a lot, but. Well, you know, before COVID we had around like 35, 45 people. Yeah. Plus their kids. Yeah. That's awesome. So it was really good. You know, it was a, it it was amazing. It was amazing. It was a blessing, you know, because uh, all the cultures, you know, came together, you know, and one Monday of each month we invite volunteers from Northside to talk one-to-one to to our students, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, it, it was just, it was uh, incredible. That is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, and then uh, every two months we got together and we had our uh, food, our celebration. Oh, yeah. So I've been to
2: one of those, dude. <laughs> it was I've just. had some
3: uh, some of those tamales
0: before. Yeah. was <laughs> an
2: incredible day. I love that. That was awesome. Yeah. So it was really, really good. Well,
1: cool. So other than uh, focusing on English, what 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 are some of the other things that, it, you're introducing people to Jackson, and uh, what other things are involved in that ministry?
3: Well, something that uh, we realize that we start working with them with our self-esteem. Mm. When uh, you are in this country, you know, people start talking to you like very slowly. You know, like hi, my. I mean, we understood <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> and uh, people kind of like make you feel like oh, you are <laughs> slow. And that is not the, the whole mm. thing. So we started like uh, calling them by names, you know, their names. And this this woman, her name is Adba, and she is like, "Hey, my name is Adba." I say, "Oh, can you repeat again?" Uh, well, you can call me by my Hispanic name. Is Alicia Alice hmm. in English? I say, "Oh, no, 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 no." Well, uh, I used to go to a different uh, program, ESL program, and they said, "Ah, your name is Alicia." because it was difficult for them to <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> to remember my name. Mm-hmm. I said, uh-uh, we'll call you by your name. Yeah. Really? I said, yes. So the importance of calling them by name, you know. Absolutely. So the self-esteem, you know, and growing on that, you know. And I, I think that is the, the point. And thankfully, we're, we're here on Monday, so they could see room in the inn. Mm-hmm. And they were amazed, but they thought that it was just church on Sundays. Oh. But, you know, church is every day.
2: Right. Yeah, and Monday nights is probably the second busiest night or second busiest day in this church facility. Yeah. So is, is that basis. that's when y'all meet? Is on Mondays?
3: Yes, sir. Mondays from five thirty to seven o'clock.
2: Do you ever have a need for volunteers or anything? Oh
3: yes, yes. Uh, the last Monday of each month, we need volunteers. Okay. We volunteers for conversations.
2: And they, if they're someone's interested. in and volunteering, they just need to contact you here at the church. Is that the best way to do that? Give you a call or email here at the church? Yeah, yes, sir. And it's yako at northsidejackson.com, right? Yep. All right,
1: good. Yeah, one of the things that I think maybe uh, this question came to my mind, well, do I need to be able to speak another language or Spanish, or do I need to be a teacher to be involved in this? And What it sounds like, you need people just for conversation.
3: Yeah, you don't need to know any Spanish. I mean, just the English and, you know, we work it out.
1: Yeah, enjoy being with people Mm -hmm. and connecting with people. Those are the kind of the gifts that I see that that you need, right?
3: Yeah, something that I really like
1: is that uh, our students, they
3: feel like this is home. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, sometimes they are here early and they feel really good about being here, you know, and greet other people. So that is really neat.
1: Yeah. It's a wonderful uh, community opportunity, I think, Mm -hmm. for for all of us. Build
2: some relationships. and
1: Yes, yes.
2: Yeah, and it trickles into other ministries because I know some of the family members have been a part of student ministries. They've come to youth group and Bible studies and things like that, and that's been really awesome getting to know them because without ESL, we would never have had an opportunity to get to know these families and these students, and it's been a huge blessing to our our student ministry to have them. Yeah, that is really neat, and the friendships. Mm -hmm. We have uh, Aaron
3: Vigeta, and uh, he's uh, good friends with uh, Mr. Danny Dixon, you know, and they're like really, really close friends. So it's really neat, you know. We're family.
2: So cool, cool. Well, Yako, people at Northside also know you because you like to uh, twist balloons and to make characters. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so tell us, how did that get started? How did you, how did you discover your talent? Well, you know, uh,
3: in in Mexico, uh, we try to approach. Uh, kids from our community uh-huh. uh, from a different way. So I have, I have a friend in Mexico, he's a professional clown. So I asked him, hey, come and teach us and we'll pay you. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. You know, and I invite some of my friends and yeah, and you know, I was the worst one. You know, I was very oh, slow. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I couldn't you never make, a, I couldn't <laughs> make the, the dog and my friends used to make fun of me. Oh, you're <laughs> too slow with this. I said, yeah, but I never gave up. So. And then other churches started asking us, "Hey, how can you teach us?" Yeah. So it was amazing. So and then I came here as a chem counselor. Mm-hmm. I asked for permission to my uh, chem director. Hey, do you want me to? Can I do something with balloons? It's like, oh yes, please by all means. So it was something different for the kids too. So
2: yeah. Cool. Now, you brought a friend in here with you today, and Patrick, I believe you mentioned yes, I did. this guy before.
0: So, I, I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, I, I mentioned a dog named Squeaky, Squeaky. a toy. Uh, well, Yako brought Squeaky into the
3: studio today to oh, yeah. <laughs> show you, it off. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I saw a video two years ago when he, he was a prototype. Yeah. And I thought Chelsea, Chelsea. I really want to have this dog, you know? I <laughs> she's like, no, you're crazy, you know? And then I was looking, 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 and then the release came. It was like, oh, my gosh. So Chelsea gave me this dog for Christmas. It was it was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, he's really neat. I wish we, this is where I wish we had this video so everybody could see the cool things. Well, I'll tell you what, Squeaky I'll post a picture
0: of Yako with Squeaky on social out media. The, so be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So you mentioned Chelsea, and tell us a little bit about your family. Yeah, you're married, and you do have some children, right? Yeah, I have a, I call them monsters, <laughs> they are my monsters. Um, yeah,
3: Chelsea is from uh, West Tennessee, she's from Bales. Okay. okay. But we met at Johnson City, East Tennessee. Uh, we worked together as a team counselors, uh, 2006. Okay. And then I, I went And she
0: back. was so impressed with your balloon skills. Yeah. <laughs> she just couldn't, couldn't resist, right? Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh,
3: so, yeah, but it was, it was really neat. It was really neat. Uh, something that I really like uh, about our friendship at first, you know, is like she could understand my poor English. Uh-huh. Uh, out of all the Kim counselors, she was the one. So I like to think that our hearts connected. That's so. right.
1: That's so. That's great. So, so. That's
2: awesome. Yeah. Yako and I have that in common is we're both from South of Tennessee <laughs> and we both had Tennessee <laughs> girls whack us on the head and drag us to Tennessee. So yeah, that's what it was, right? Yeah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, well, and then uh, I have three kids, Max, Violet, and Jude.
2: Yeah, okay. So, good.
3: you know, and uh, they were like balloons, but they're like, Oh, it's cool. But that's it. Mm-hmm. I make like a huge ones. at uh, The Thanos, uh, how you call it, Patrick? The,
0: Oh, like the uh the thanos gauntlet
3: yeah, yeah yes. it was the amazing. infinity gauntlet it was amazing i was so proud it's like hey guys look at this oh cute and that's <laughs> <laughs> and i heard my feelings really bad That you know
0: well i don't i don't think it really matters what you do i don't think your kids are gonna you know they're always gonna see their dad as uncool you know
1: yes like, <sighs> i i can vouch for that i think that's true
2: yeah i've heard uh you know, superstars and celebrities talk about, you know, everybody's like, "Oh, there's Tom Cruise. And it's like, oh, dad's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so what's the, what's your favorite uh, balloon creation that you've ever made? Oh, you've, uh, let me just say, I've not known you for very long, but you, since we moved to Jackson just uh, last year, we've gotten several of your creations. And I will say, especially for when our kids weren't feeling well, when we were cooped mm-hmm. up during COVID, um, that is just—it uh, brightened our day so much. So mm. you have a wonderful talent. I'm glad you stuck with it from the, <laughs> the very beginning. But uh, what's your favorite bin?
3: Oh man, there are several. Uh, I really like the Ark. I make a Noah Ark oh. with all the animals. It was huge. I bet. Uh, and during this quarantine, I make a big boat that it was. Really big. I put it on um, the living room. It was it was humongous. <laughs> so my kids had a blast, you yeah. know, with that balloon. So
1: well, they they are amazing. I will definitely agree. Well, thank you. Beautiful.
3: Yeah, and I've
0: I've had a baby Yoda in my office that Yako Aww. made for uh, a couple of weeks now. So
3: uh, you know, I made you the baby Yoda before he was cool here with the the Mandalorian. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah.
0: yeah. I've Remember? had a, He's made me a couple of baby Yodas.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I had the Grinch for Christmas and. Um, there were snowmen and, as part of the youth ministry yeah. that came out. So yeah. those were awesome.
2: He, he, he did our, our Christmas gifts for us this year, mm-hmm. which was awesome. It was kids like that. That was good. Well, great. Well, thank you, Yako for coming and sharing a little bit about the vine with us today and sitting in with us and, uh, sharing about making balloons and, and just who you are that we, everybody in Northside needs to make sure that you meet Yako If you've not done that, he's an incredible young fella and uh and uh just just a really a bright spot in north side right now so make sure you check him out
3: well thank you thank you so much guys i really appreciate you and you know it's it's a blessing being here you know you're my family so well, thank you
1: thank you all right kevin what's going on in space okay I, i'm trying <laughs> to keep it to a minute let <laughs> should everybody should else have a, some time you know, space two minutes or the space is my thing so uh it, what's really exciting is that now you, you, Glenn, oh. you, Patrick, and Yako can go to space. What? The, in 2022, um, the first group of private citizens are going to space. And as long as you have uh, about $55 million, it's no big deal. Okay. Um, well, yeah, let me just go uh,
0: <laughs> get that out of the shoebox under my bed. I got a checkbook.
1: Will <laughs> that work? Yeah, as long as that check doesn't bounce. <laughs> but um, there's uh, four four men that are going and, and it's really interesting. You can look it up. It's Axiom. That's another one of these space companies that Uh is providing this, but they're actually going to visit the space station in 2022. Oh, wow. And, uh, they're going to be doing various, uh, research projects and things in there, but they're going to utilize the SpaceX crew dragon. So it's really interesting. We've talked about how now with the privatization of space and these different companies building the different pieces and parts, here's another private company using another private company's technology yeah. to go to a governmental NASA organized space station. Oh yeah. wow. That's really and cool. Axiom is actually working on another uh, component of the space station to kind of lock into it. And then when the ISS is retired, that one will stay in space. And so there's a whole series of ways that that can be used either as a jumping off point to the moon, various different things. So I think it's really exciting time in history to be able to witness um, all the groundwork that's been laid being used to whatever's next. So very excited. So you said the ISS is to be retired is there an age
2: limit on that i, don't, uh, I have no idea the, yeah, i think you have to you, be what 60 before you can start <laughs> retiring well, you it's peaked, 50 50 a, as a senior a citizen question. i wonder how long does that thing last
1: i don't know that they've uh, announced that but i think the thought is that at some point It'd be outdated it be, at least yeah it'll be retired oh
2: that's interesting
1: that was two minutes. Oh, well. ah.
0: This
2: is my question. That's what it was. <laughs> well, Glenn, did you fall down any uh, interesting rabbit holes this week? I did. And we're going to file this one under Parenting Hacks. Ooh, I need that. So this is really cool. If you are your students, your, your child has an iPhone. This is really interesting. If they have an iPhone, um, I found this this week, you can go to their text messages, and where the little box in the upper right-hand corner on the iPhone, if you click that, and then just punch in the period. Every text, every person they've texted, whether they've deleted the text or not, shows up from the most current all the way down. And so this is a cool little iPhone hack that I recently learned. So
0: okay, so you like create a new message, create a new message, hit the period, the
2: period and then boom. Wow. Oh, wow. Looky there. Whether you've deleted the, the message or not. So if, you know, if they're dating that person you don't like or, you know, or whatever, <laughs> but no, seriously, if you know, if this is an interesting uh, parenting hack and I, I'm going to try to bring a few of these along the, the journey. And when I find out something new about them, I think that's part of the role of student ministries, especially whenever everybody's all concerned about technology and interaction with kids and stuff and families and
0: yeah that's but, a pretty handy information to have isn't it? i didn't know that
2: so
1: <laughs> now you know yep patrick what have you got for us anything today
0: well actually i do uh i talked last week a little bit about some lego stuff and it kind of got me down a, a lego <laughs> rabbit hole <laughs> all right but i found something really interesting apparently last year they launched uh, a line of lego braille bricks Really, which they are designed to help visually impaired. Uh, well, I was going to say kids, but kids and adults, anybody visually impaired, to learn how to read Braille. Huh? Because they're saying with uh, more audio, you know, books and things like that, kids are reading less Braille, hmm. and huh. so there's a literacy problem among younger blind people or visually impaired, and so they've launched this initiative to help combat that and so it's like in schools all over the world you can get these braille bricks that have not only the the braille dots and they also have just the regular printed letter on it so you can huh you can you know help those kids learn and they work with regular legos as well so you can combine them and it's pretty interesting So, so
2: do regular are they creating legos will all legos have this on it uh, these
0: are, i don't know if they're they're going that far these are special special bricks that are okay uh, that have just the, just the it's like just the raised parts uh-huh. That that co- correspond with the the braille letters, and then it has it printed on there. That but they so will cool. interlock with regular Legos and huh. stuff yeah, as that well. That's awesome. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah, but it's helping kids awesome. learn how to read. Yeah, that yeah. is wonderful. I thought the Legos doing some pretty cool stuff. <laughs> well, it would be you know, cool I'm, to
2: I'm, me I'm, if they all had something so they they could play with each other. Right, they can play with the kids, and they're all playing with the same set. That just I don't know. Right. Yeah. Utopian. Yeah. So I thought cool. that was really cool. That you is. Know? The, well, since you brought up Legos, let me tell you a cool story about some of our students in our student ministry. You know, Lego sets are kind of expensive, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And so they'll pull their money together and buy one set together and go over to each other's houses and put them together yeah. like a group of guys and put them together. And then they'll keep like a little figurine piece to remember the time. And oh, that's cool. Whoever's house, they put it at together and they can move it from place to place. They'll kind of keep it at their house for a while. So it's kind of like a trophy for like fantasy football or whatever. <laughs> but um, I thought the guy, I thought, Guys, that's pretty smart. I that is th- cool. Th- it's kind of started out because of COVID, because they couldn't do stuff together. Mm-hmm. And so they were small group of guys get together and do that. Pretty neat. So that's a neat way to yeah. do Legos as well. That is cool. So,
3: Patrick, which one is your favorite set of Legos? I mean, your...
0: Oh, goodness. Oh, that's a tough question. That's like asking me which is my favorite kid. Um- <laughs> <laughs> which is your favorite kid? <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> now... I don't have this particular Lego set, but it's sort of been like a, a Holy Grail Lego set for me has been the Millennium Falcon, oh, uh, yeah, the big Millennium Falcon Lego set. That's, uh, that's been the one that's always eluded me. I just haven't had like hundreds of dollars
3: to spend yeah. on it. Maybe as a wedding gift.
1: Uh, like, I what, mean, what if your dad is like hint hint.
0: here? I think Elizabeth <laughs> might get on to me if I put that on our wedding registry. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I have the love-hate relationship with Legos. <laughs> well, I've stepped on my uh, <laughs> I mean, Exactly. Few. With you. And having girls, we didn't have as many Legos then. I know a lot more of them do it now. It's a lot bigger thing now than it was when my kids were. And uh, But I'm with you. I'm I'm the Lincoln Log <laughs> in there a rector set yes. generation. Yes. Those are. Cool. Yeah. Well, speaking of like parenting
0: hacks and Legos, I saw they make some like uh, – like sandals with Legos on the bottom. So if you step on a Lego, it just like connects and you just pick up the Legos as you walk down. The aisle,
1: like, oh. Hey, that way you don't vacuum them up. Exactly. Just, yeah. just pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted
0: to ask you two about this. Coming up, we've got confirmation. That's, that's going to be coming up this next Sunday. Um, Glenn, I know you work really closely with the kids. And Kevin, you're a confirmation mentor this year. Right? Could y'all tell me a little bit about confirmation and what that's going to look like. It's
2: a little different this year, isn't it? Yeah. Confirmation is going to be February 7th uh, during the services. And it is a little different. We altered the confirmation curriculum just a little bit this year because of COVID and and we wanted to change it. We've been doing the same thing for a while and wanted to make some changes. So our sixth graders go through confirmation and it's a discipleship program. It's a program where they learn about who Jesus is in their life, who the church is and how, how all these interact together. And they just, it's a place where they can ask lots of great questions. They can explore their faith. And during the process, at the end, or if they've never done that, they get to make the, or they can make the decision to accept Christ as their Savior and to follow him and to know what that looks like as a part of the church. And, and those that join the church are full church members, and it's a pretty pretty big deal. So, um, so it is probably one of the neater things we get to do um, with the pastoral staff and, and mentors like Kevin and Chelsea's been a mentor several times, uh, to come and
1: and help these young kids in this journey. Pretty neat, pretty neat deal. Well, I remember years and years and years ago when I went through confirmation, when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, it was a lot different. It was a different congregation. Um, but I remember it being almost like church one-on-one, in a way. Mm -hmm. So you transition from when you're younger, you get the Bible stories. And a lot of times in churches, that's part of the curriculum. That's Mm -hmm. what you learn. That's how you start to connect with the Bible a little bit. But uh, the, the meaning of church is, is maybe not quite clear or, you know, it's the place we go and the grownups do this stuff. And, you know, so, so it was a transition for me to learn. Okay. So why do we do what we do and, and how we do it. But I, I really see it as that transition point between you're a, a young, possibly want to be a Christian, maybe have already accepted Christ, but transitioning into a older, more mature view. So as a mentor, I'm, I'm there um, just to be someone to talk to, yeah, um, to be um, there for, just to remind them, hey, I'm praying for you. And I think it's, it's about as diverse as people can be. So the relationship might be something that's very interactive, and it's um, you know potentially doing some things together, although that's not the focus really at all. But um, and it, and it could be just contact every every week and, and saying hey, thinking about you, what's going on in your week or your day, how are you feeling, those kinds of things. And it's just an opportunity to, to talk with uh, one of the kids if they they have some questions that's or good, anything yeah. like that.
2: Yeah, Kevin brings up a really good point. It is bringing your faith. Alive, it is you owning it at that point. It's no longer mom and dad dragging you to church. It's no longer that thing. There's still some of that because you're a teenager, right. you know. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's it's owning your faith and and learning that. And so that's a really that's a good way of putting that. And it's and this year the one massive difference is we are having confirmation Sunday earlier in the year, mm-hmm. and we confirmation will continue afterwards because yeah, we normally do that in in April. In April, yeah. and then it's kind of done. They kind of mold over into. The continuation of them being in junior high uh, student ministries, but but this year we're going to have more confirmation class afterwards to help follow up with that and you know help more with on the discipleship side of helping them to understand that and so we hope it works well. Like all things, you know, it's it's a it's a opportunity to 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 remake it and do it a little bit different, but it is different. It's coming up February seventh, and, um, and that's this coming Sunday. This right? coming Sunday, yeah. yeah. So when you're in church, make sure you. Say hi to a, sure. to those kids and those families. It's a pretty big day. Yep. Cool.
0: Well, we've also got our uh, first quarter mission focus going on. That is called Operation Frontline. We're encouraging and thanking our COVID frontline workers. Northside's first quarter mission focus is to provide $10 gift cards inside a handwritten thank you note. And we're going to give them to as many COVID frontline workers as we can. So... If you have uh, $10, you can bring it by the church office and we'll buy the gift cards for you. Or you can go to Kroger or Walmart and buy gift cards and bring those and put them, you know, just have a thank you note. Or if you've got a kid or a grandkid that wants to make a poster or, you know, just some artwork saying thank you to our, our doctors, that, that'd be great.
1: And you know, the, the thanks that we give in this small way are never enough, oh, right? Totally. I've heard so many stories, uh, seen folks that have relayed their stories online, social media or whatever in person. Um, and I just can't imagine the strength that it takes to do that every day. And I, th- I, I believe that God provides that strength mm-hmm. for, uh, for us, but, um, something we really can't say thank you enough for. Yeah.
2: Having several nurses and respiratory therapists and things in my family, I've heard a lot of stories this year and it has been quite an interesting, challenging year for them all. So, so he definitely, and a couple of things I do know about that is I know the youth and the children are also helping to, partake in making some of the uh, posters and stuff. Mm-hmm. But on the cards, make sure that you sign at Northside Church, not your personal name, yes, not, yeah. not Patrick or Glenn or Kevin. Okay. But
0: and, and don't seal the envelopes when you put them in. Yeah. Just leave those those unsealed. Yeah, so that'd be good to sign at Northside Church. And if you have any more questions or need uh, any more information on that, you can always contact Daphne Moses in the church office,
2: or you could contact Lori Williams. So we're glad to have everybody with us here, uh, and thanks to Yako for coming over and bringing Squeaky. And uh, we're gonna get off the air here and play with Squeaky a little bit. So, thanks for joining us, and hopefully that you've learned a few things that are going on at Northside now.